Welcome to Mike Drops Up Close. We speak to entrepreneurs and thought leaders from all around the globe. Tune in and hit subscribe. Stay informed with inspiring stories from our amazing guests. We get up close and personal, covering subjects from business, marketing, and mindset. Hosted by Michael Calasparis, a successful digital marketer and property investor. We are live. So I've got the amazing Brad Lee here, and um, I'm just going to invite him and introduce him on Mike Drops Up Close. So welcome to Mike Drops Up Close, Brad. It's an absolute pleasure having you here. Um, if you could like tell us a little bit about yourself, I'll give a little brief intro, but you've got so much in your life, only you could fully <laughs> explain it to people. But you are truly, truly one of these amazing people that have gone from so you've done so many things it's crazy but you you've got an interactive video training company that you did with for tony robbins uh, damon john ufc you're a leader globally with 50 million turnover each year and more um could you just give it a little bit more about everything that you do because you've obviously got an amazing podcast as well called dropping bombs which is a nice compliment for mic drops um, that would be great if you could give us a little bit of a lowdown and let my audience and, and everybody else listening in know a little bit more about you. Ultimately, my, my story is, is quite long. I'm older than the sun. Um, but ultimately, the main focus of my life is getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. Generally, that's through our interactive technology called Lightspeed VT, which I started about 20 years ago out of necessity, and it kind of blew up, solved a lot of problems. I always say, if you want a million dollars, solve a million problems or several big ones. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT. I have a lot of different companies I'm starting to now open up because I like entrepreneurship and I, and I, just, I just, you know, want to help more people. Um, build a legacy, et cetera. But it all started back um, about 30 years old. I, I had a training company or I had, a, I was training at an organization, wanted to start a training company to change people's lives, did so, realized that it was very difficult to train people without certain ingredients. There's four main ones. And mm -hmm. so I invented the Lightspeed technology to, to, to help myself and ultimately it started to help others. So now because of my client list and the, and the things that have, I've accomplished, you know, a lot of people ask me to come and speak and I'm trying, I'm, I'm starting to get a lot of this spotlight when in reality, guys, I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. I mean, I put my pants on same way. You know, I think, I think one of the benefits is I think a little more simply everybody thinks uh, like there has to be some, you know, really complex way of doing things when I just keep it simple. It's guys, success is simple. It boils down to choices really. So that's who I am. That's what I do. And uh, man, it's good to be here, Mike. Well, honestly, it's a great pleasure having you on Mike Drops Up Close. Um, I mean, you are absolutely smashing it. Um, recently, you've been on some really great uh, uh, joint uh, podcasts and so on. Um, obviously, you do a lot of work with, you've done some stuff with uh, Grant Cardone as well. Um, you are, you've, you've done a lot with a lot of different people, basically, but you really are smashing it and um, smashing it. I don't know if that's translating properly, but doing really well. <laughs> um, and, uh, and to cut long story short, you, you, uh, I like your, I like the way you've got it, your perseverance, you know, because I mean, I wrote a book called, it's, my son was made severely disabled through negligence, born healthy, left blind, deaf, spastic cerebral palsy, and, uh, and, and literally just had 
you know, taste left. It was it made national papers and so on, and it, it, it's, it's been hard. But the one thing that gave me the fire in terms of my property career, uh, real estate investing, uh, my marketing company, just pushing myself out there, you know, because um, life gets, you know, life gets disturbed, you know, you can't work a normal job, but it forced me into an entrepreneur route, if you know what I mean. Um, and I wrote a book just quickly uh, for my little Spartan. And on there, it says, embrace the struggle to find your strength. And actually, what I like about you is a lot of your stuff is is around that. You know, you talk about uh, the, the perseverance, the fact that um, you've just got to get down and dirty, do the hard work. Um, you're very, you're very um, honest in, in, in your graft, you know, um, and, I, and I love that about you. Um, so, I mean, could you explain us like how, what, what changed with you or did, is it, has it always been ingrained in you in life? I mean, is this something that's come about like well, I had a life experience, right? And not everyone has a life experience. Sometimes people are just born with it. I always had an entrepreneurial spirit but I'm no way smashing it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not right up there in the stars yet. Yeah. Yet. Exactly. Um, but I, I, uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, I don't want to be, <laughs> I really don't want to be. Um, and people might think I'm, 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 I'm crazy, but I, I want to be a, a level that I'm comfortable with. If that makes sense. Uh, that's not fear. That's, uh, that's me knowing where I want to be and being comfortable. Um, so I've done well in a short period of time and, and I'm happy about that. But, um, for me, my end goal is to eventually uh, be able to have the money to create an uh, Iron Man suit for my son that will give him independence and, and do a movie on him, you know, literally uh, <laughs> be saving people. Um, but like for yourself, what was, what was your story? Because you, you, you've gone through, you've gone a lot, like you say, I mean, you're not old, you say you're old, <laughs> like older than the son, but what, what was your story? Has it always been ingrained in you or did you have like a... Was there something specific? Because you've obviously had a lot of journeys because you've done a lot of things. Um, but, uh, you know, the reality is you really made a big success of this, uh, this, this, this company. Uh, but it wasn't easy, was it? No, it was definitely not easy. But uh, I've just learned everything kind of the hard way. You know, there were no gurus growing up or at least not easily accessible like it is today. So, so nowadays, you know, it's much easier to seek information. If I could do everything over, I always say I would change two things. I would seek information faster and I would invest my money more wisely. Everything else, everything else I wouldn't change because it made me who I am. It, it basically formed me. It taught me what I know, you know, you know, my dad taught me a lot of things. My grandfather, sometimes my kids, you know, mentors, um, people always say, who was your mentors? I didn't really have any mentors, but everyone was my mentor, meaning I learned things the hard way. And I have a book coming out eventually called The Hard Way. And it's basically lessons I learned the hard way. So you don't have to. And I've been learning them my whole life. Like at six years old, you know, we lived on a hill in this little crappy house, but we were next to a lot of successful people financially. And ultimately, even though I was six or seven years old, I felt ashamed. Like we should be rich too. Like we were the, Ooh, the dirty people that live next door. And so I felt the need to lie. So I started making things up. I told people my dad owned Disneyland. I used, you know, monopoly cards to prove that we owned property. And we, you know, we were just in this little crappy house, you know, because we wanted to be. So I was lying basically and people figured out that I was lying and it backfired and everybody kind of picked me last for sports. Nobody wanted to hang out after school. And I was kind of known 
as the liar, you know, it was just not a positive experience growing up. So that taught me to be real and be myself. And if someone doesn't like you, then that's okay. So like I had to learn because for two or three years, nobody liked me. And it was all because I lied. And that's why I was lying was to get everyone to like me. You see what I'm saying? So I learned the hard way that, look, you don't need to lie. If you be yourself, the universe will bring the people that should be around you around you and it will eliminate the people that should not. But you must be yourself because otherwise it's a facade. Otherwise it doesn't hold up and it doesn't last. You know, that's yeah. why that's why people get divorced, man. They 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 meet each other and they're on their best behavior and they're not really showing the real selves. And then as soon as they get married, you know, they, they're the real them start showing. And then it's like, wait a minute, this isn't really what I thought. Well, that's because you should have just been yourself. If yeah. you're a slob and you like to lay your clothes around, well, then do it no matter what. Whatever you are, be you. And that's what I learned the hard way. That was six years old. You've just put a plug to my Spartan group. I've got a Spartan group and the challenge is a 30-day BU. <laughs> and it is about being your authentic truth uh, yourself. And, um, and, and it's true what you said. People are magnetically attracted to you by you being you. It's as simple as that. And it, the, the problem is it's easy to fall in the trap of being someone you're not. Very easy. Very, very easy. Especially when you, you there's a lot of mentors out there. And it's true what they say. Be around the people that you, you aspire to be, yeah? Um, and so when you're around them, uh, it's very easy to say, oh, I, I am not worthy. But I've passed the point of not pedestaling people. I'm just me, and I get on better with them. You can have a good laugh, you know? Um, and it, it, that, it's just a nicer way. And also, people that are very successful don't want ass kissers. They don't want people kissing their ass constantly. As far as I'm, I, I, what I've learned. They don't, they don't want people sort of like, you know, um, be, become, befriending them for the wrong reasons. You know, they want them to be to know them and like them for who they are um, and not because of the money they have and so on. So that, that's what I've noticed as well. And, and it's uh, it, it's very easy. You see, you can see you, you see it all the time. Um, certain people will really sort of like leech onto people, overly leech onto people in the wrong way. Um, you see it with women, with men, and so on. It's just like it's just like you know, it's it's cringeworthy when you witness it. But um, but that's a, that's up to them. If that's what they want to do. That's their game, and that's cool enough. Um, but no, I've, I'm totally on. You're on point, man, with how I feel. Um, spot on, and that's why I love the connection and the, and the fact that you agreed to do a podcast with me. So um, could you tell us a little bit about your your podcast? Because your podcast is a really great podcast, and I want to I want to plug your podcast on my podcast. Um, because it's 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 called dropping bombs, which is brilliant. Because mine's called mic drops. Um, but you've had some amazing guests on that as well, and I love I love the design, the graphics of it. My podcast is in I don't know um, how long your, yours has been going, but mine's pretty new to be fair. It's pretty in in the whole realm of podcasts. Um, but I've had some really great guests. I've got um, a couple of. Uh, multi-millionaires are from you know marketing millionaires um, coming on this week actually um we've had some great people like neil patel top marketer um i had i had um grant cardone i have to get his ass into gear his his uh, his um his uh his uh pa katie's left <laughs> sorry had him in the bag and then he's, he's just trying to get a hold of them again so yeah frustrating but it's all good um but about you 
how how, how is your uh, dropping bombs podcast and what's the background towards it well if you uh want to check it out easily it's obviously on itunes stitcher soundcloud all the all the places or you can just go to droppingbombs.com but ultimately i started it because again my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it there's Businesses going out of business because someone doesn't know how to close. Someone doesn't know how to find a loan. Someone doesn't know how to process or, dr or drive traffic or, or generate leads. So generally, the lack of success is based on the lack of knowledge. People are getting divorced. People are dropping out of school. Teenage girls are getting pregnant. Businesses are closing. Why? They don't have the knowledge. So I had so many experts coming through here on so many different things I thought that I owed it to myself and the world to put up two microphones and start just having conversations with these people, open conversations, and to figure out what kind of challenges they've had, or maybe I'm having, or people we know have, and what solutions could come to mind, or what we've done in the past to fix those. And the first couple that, 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 that we did, you know, it was like, people started liking it. And it was like, I need to do this more with all these experts. So I literally just started it because I wanted to get knowledge from the people that were coming in to the people that were listening. I didn't care who was listening. I didn't know who was listening. I just know that, you know, two microphones and a conversation is easy for me to do. And ultimately I owed it to the world. And, you know, now I've got a lot of listeners and they think it's funny because I don't really hold, you know, I, I don't pull punches and sometimes I'll call a person, full of shit. And sometimes we'll <laughs> you know, debate a little bit, but, but at the end of the day, it's just a good, healthy conversation. And it feels like you're right there with us. And a lot of people are, are really enjoying it. So that's dropping bombs. It's basically business and life. Sometimes we're talking about relationships. Sometimes we're talking about business, success, entrepreneur sales. I mean, the gamut, because I have all kinds of people that come through here and we talk about all kinds of things, but it's generally a, 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 a business life and, and relationship podcast to just get people past challenges and, you know, problems that they have with these things that we call bombs. And the bombs are basically when someone says something, you know, like, wow, you should pay attention. I'll drop a bomb. And, you know, it's, 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 it's popular. People are liking it. That's what I like. Yeah. I mean, and, and I saw the, uh, the synergy, um, with mic drops as well. Um, it, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's it's a nice it's a nice uh, phrase. I like. I, I really like it. So um, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask you one more question, and then uh, the people that are watching on live they're gonna have to subscribe because this is a teaser, and then this will be uploaded for YouTube and so on. And um, so the last question before I uh, end the live. Sorry guys, the remainder of the time is gonna have to be on the uh, podcast. So subscribe. It's in the in the comments. Um, so the last question I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, how important is it to be connected with the right people? I mean, you've kind of dropped on on that. So, you know, you've obviously been connected, but from a young age, you had these this this feeling that you were, were not worthy and felt you had to sort of like twist the truth and so on. Um, but you obviously got connected with the right people. How did that come about and how important was that for you? Yeah, well, it goes back to, you know, a couple of my basic rules of success. Number one, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you introduce yourself. Okay. Too many people are fearing judgment. So they don't, they don't take action. They won't walk up to somebody. They won't introduce themselves. 
but it's very important to be around the right people. The question is, is who are the right people? The universe will help you do that if you just be authentically you and, and people will do that. But you also have to take initiative and introduce yourself and let people get to know you. Too many people are afraid of that. Um, one of the other things is, you know, choosing the right people. I think it's, it's, it's like your life is a garden, right? If you plant a lot of fruits and vegetables and, the, and, and tend to the garden, the garden will flourish. But if you let the weeds overtake the plants pretty soon, they won't be producing what you thought. And you don't even realize that it's the weeds. So you have to weed out the wrong people and you have to just continue st sticking around the right people. And then a lot of times people ask me, well, how do you get around the right people? You know, how do you become or how do you get to be friends with the Grant Cardones and the Tony Robbins and, and all these influencers and all these great people? And I always say the same answer. You become one. Okay. If you want to be around them, become them. So become great. Yeah. Everyone has the potential. Everyone's great. Everyone's great inside as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's how you do it. People say, how do you get in these circles? You become one. You know, start stating your opinion, start stating your beliefs. You know, your, your, your tagline there says, change your thought and you will change your world. But too many people don't understand how to change their thoughts. Yeah. Well, you change your behavior by changing your beliefs and, yes. and, and what you think you become pretty much. So if you don't know how to change your thoughts to change your world, think about it like this, what you believe drives how you behave and how you behave drives how you act and behave is think you know thought change your thoughts change your beliefs and you'll change your behaviors so if you're not happy with what you're getting now okay you need to change what you believe now how do you change what you believe you start to you have to seek new information which is introduce yourself start hanging around people start figuring out who you are because if you don't know who you are it's hard to figure out what you stand for yeah. if you believe a certain thing and it's working well for you great but here's how you know if it's working well for you are you where you want to be are you on the way to where you want to be if the answer is no i'm nowhere near it okay well that's because you haven't figured out who you are and what you really really want because again, getting what you want is easy. Figuring out what that is sometimes is more difficult. And then once you figure out what you want, you determine what success is for you. Well, now you got to change your behavior to get there. Well, if you change your behavior, the only way to do that is to change your belief. And the way you change your belief is to seek knowledge so you can basically, you know, compare it to what it is, you know, that's holding you back. So change your belief, you'll change your behavior. Or I had, a, I was training at an organization, wanted to start a training company to change people's lives, did so, realized that it was very difficult to train people without certain ingredients. There's four main ones. And mm -hmm. so I invented the Lightspeed technology to, to, to help myself and ultimately it started to help others. So now because of my client list and the, and the things that have, I've accomplished, you know, a lot of people ask me to come and speak and I'm trying, I'm, I'm starting to get a lot of this spotlight when in reality, guys, I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. I mean, I put my pants on same way. You know, I think, I think one of the benefits is I think a little more simply. Everybody thinks uh, like there has to be some, you know, 
really complex way of doing things when I just keep it simple. It's guys, success is simple. It boils down to choices really. So that's who I am. That's what I do. And uh, man, it's good to be here, Mike. Well, honestly, it's a great pleasure having you on Mike Drops Up Close. Um, I mean, you are absolutely smashing it. Um, recently, you've been on some really great uh, uh, joint uh, podcasts and so on. Um, obviously, you do a lot of work with, you've done some stuff with uh, Grant Cardone as well. Um, you are, you've, you've done a lot with a lot of different people, basically, but you really are smashing it. And um, smashing it, I don't know if that's translating properly, but doing really well. <laughs> um, and uh, and to cut long story short, you you uh, I like your I like the way you've got it, your perseverance, you know. Because I mean, I wrote a book called it's, "My Son Was Made Severely Disabled Through Negligence, Born Healthy, Left Blind, Deaf, Spastic Cerebral Palsy, and uh, and and literally just had you know taste left. It was it made national papers and so on, and it, it, it it's, it's been hard. But the one thing that gave me the fire in terms of my property career, uh, real estate investing. Uh, my marketing company and just pushing myself out there, you know, because um, life gets, you know, life gets disturbed, you know, you can't work a normal job, but it forced me into a, an entrepreneur route, if you know what I mean. Um, and I wrote a book just quickly uh, for my little Spartan. And on there, it says, embrace the struggle to find your strength. And actually what I like about you is a lot of your stuff is, re- is around that. You know, you talk about uh, the, the perseverance, the fact that um, you've just got to get down and dirty, do the hard work. Um, you're very, you're very um, honest in, in, in your graft, you know, um, and, I, and I love that about you. Um, so, I mean, could you explain us like how, what, what changed with you or did, has, it, has it always been ingrained in you in life? I mean, is this something that's come about like well, I had a life experience, right? And not everyone has a life experience. Sometimes people are just born with it. I always had an entrepreneurial spirit but I'm no way smashing it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not right up there in the stars yet. Yeah. Yet. Exactly. Um, but I, I, uh, and, and to be honest with you, I don't want to be, <laughs> I really don't want to be. Um, and people might think I'm, 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 I'm crazy, but I, I want to be a, a level that I'm comfortable with. If that makes sense. Uh, that's not fear. That's, uh, that's me knowing where I want to be and being comfortable. Um, so I've done well in a short period of time and, and I'm happy about that. But, um, for me, my end goal is to eventually uh, be able to have the money to create an uh, Iron Man suit for my son that will give him independence and, and do a movie on him, you know, literally uh, <laughs> be saving people. Um, but like for yourself, what was, what was your story? Because you, you, you've gone through, you've gone a lot, like you say, I mean, you're not old, you say you're old, <laughs> like older than the son, but what, what was your story? Has it always been ingrained in you or did you have like a... Was there something specific? Because you've obviously had a lot of journeys because you've done a lot of things. Um, but, uh, you know, the reality is you've really made a big success of this, uh, this, this, this company. Uh, but it wasn't easy, was it? No, it was definitely not easy. But uh, I've just learned everything kind of the hard way. You know, there were no gurus growing up or at least not easily accessible like it is today. So, so nowadays, you know, it's much easier to seek information. If I could do everything over, I always say I would change two things. I would seek information faster and I would invest my money more wisely. Everything else, everything else I wouldn't change because it made me who I am. It, It basically formed me. It taught me what I know, you know, you know, my dad taught me a lot of things. My grandfather, sometimes my kids, you know, mentors, Um, people always say, who was your mentors? I didn't really have any mentors, but everyone was my mentor. Meaning I 
learned things the hard way. And I have a book coming out eventually called The Hard Way. And it's basically lessons I learned the hard way so you don't have to. And I've been learning them my whole life. Like at six years old, you know, we lived on a hill in this little crappy house, but we were next to a lot of successful people financially. And ultimately, even though I was six or seven years old, I felt ashamed. Like we should be rich too. Like we were the, ooh, the dirty people that lived next door. And so I felt the need to lie. So I started making things up. I told people my dad owned Disneyland. I used, you know, Monopoly cards to prove that we owned property. And, we, you know, we were just in this little crappy house, you know, because we wanted to be. So I was lying, basically. And people figured out that I was lying and it backfired. And everybody kind of picked me last for sports. Nobody wanted to hang out after school. And I was kind of known as the liar. You know, it was just not a positive experience growing up. So that taught me to be real and be myself. And if someone doesn't like you, then that's okay. So like I had to learn because for two or three years, nobody liked me. And it was all because I lied. And that's why I was lying was to get everyone to like me. You see what I'm saying? So I learned the hard way that look, you don't need to lie. If you be yourself the universe will bring the people that should be around you around you and it will eliminate the people that should not. But you must be yourself because otherwise it's a facade. Otherwise it doesn't hold up and it doesn't last. You know, that's yeah. why, that's why people get divorced, man. They, 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 they meet each other and they're on their best behavior and they're not really showing the real selves. And then as soon as they get married, you know, they, they're the real them start showing. And then it's like, wait a minute, this isn't really what I thought. Well, that's because you should have just been yourself. If yeah. you're a slob and you like to lay your clothes around, well, then do it no matter what. Whatever you are, be you. And that's what I learned the hard way. That was six years old. You've just put a plug to my Spartan group. I've got a Spartan group and the challenge is a 30-day BU. <laughs> and it is about being your authentic truth uh, yourself. And, um, and, and it's true what you said. People are magnetically attracted to you by you being you. It's as simple as that. And it, the, the problem is, it's easy to fall in the trap of being someone you're not. Very easy, very, very easy. Especially when you, you, there's a lot of mentors out there, and it's true what they say, be around the people that you, you aspire to be, yeah? Um, and so when you're around them, uh, it's very easy to say, oh, I, I am not worthy. But I've passed the point of not pedestaling people, I'm just me, and I get on better with them, can have a good laugh, you know? Um, and. It, it, that it's just a nicer way and also people that are very successful don't want ass kissers they don't want people kissing their ass constantly as far as i'm I, I, what i've learned they don't, they don't want people sort of like you know um be, become, befriending them for the wrong reasons you know they want them to be to know them and like them for who they are um and not because of the money they have and so on so that, that's what i've noticed as well and and it's uh it's very easy. You see, you can see, you see it all the time. Um, certain people will really sort of like leech onto people, overly leech onto people in the wrong way. Um, you see it with women, with men, and so on. It's just like it's just like you know, it's it's cringeworthy when you witness it. But um, but that's that's up to them. If that's what they want to do. That's their game, and that's cool enough. Um, but no, I've, I'm totally on. You're on point, man, with how I feel. Um, spot on, and that's why. I love the connection and the fact that you agreed to do a podcast with me. So um, could you tell us a little bit about your, your podcast? Cause your podcast is a really great podcast and I want to, I want to plug your podcast on my podcast. Um, 
because it's 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 called dropping bombs, which is brilliant because mine's called mic drops. Um, but you've had some amazing guests on that as well, and I love I love the design, the graphics of it. My podcast is in I don't know um, how long your, yours has been going, but mine's pretty new to be fair. It's pretty in in the whole realm of podcasts. Um, but I've had some really great guests. I've got um, a couple of uh, multi-millionaires uh, from, you know, marketing millionaires um, coming on this week, actually. Um, we've had some great people like Neil Patel, top marketer. Um, I had, I had um, Grant Cardone, I have to get his ass into gear. His, his, uh, his, um, his, uh, his uh, PA, Katie's left. <laughs> so we had him in the bag and then it's just trying to get a hold of them again. So yeah, frustrating, but it's all good. Um, but about you, how, how, how is your uh, Dropping Bongs podcast and what's the background towards it? Well, if you uh, want to check it out easily, it's obviously on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all the, all the places. Or you can just go to droppingbombs.com. But ultimately, I started it because, again, my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. There's businesses going out of business because someone doesn't know how to close. Someone doesn't know how to find a loan. Someone doesn't know how to process or, dr or drive traffic or, or generate leads. So generally, the lack of success is based on the lack of knowledge. People are getting divorced. People are dropping out of school. Teenage girls are getting pregnant. Businesses are closing. Why? They don't have the knowledge. So I had so many experts coming through here on so many different things. I thought that I owed it to myself and the world to put up two microphones and start just having conversations with these people, open conversations, and to figure out what kind of challenges they've had, or maybe I'm having, or people we know have, and what solutions could come to mind, or what we've done in the past to fix those. And the first couple that, 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 that we did, you know, it was like, people started liking it. And it was like, I need to do this more with all these experts. So I literally just started it because I wanted to get knowledge from the people that were coming in to the people that were listening. I didn't care who was listening. I didn't know who was listening. I just know that, you know, two microphones and a conversation is easy for me to do. And ultimately I owed it to the world. And, you know, now I've got a lot of listeners and they think it's funny because I don't really hold, you know, I, I don't pull punches and sometimes I'll call a person full of shit and sometimes we'll <laughs> you know, debate a little bit, but, but at the end of the day, it's just a good, healthy conversation. And it feels like you're right there with us. And a lot of people are, are really enjoying it. So that's dropping bombs. It's basically business and life. Sometimes we're talking about relationships. Sometimes we're talking about business, success, entrepreneur sales. I mean the gamut because I have all kinds of people that come through here and we talk about all kinds of things, but it's generally a, 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 a business life and, and relationship podcast to just get people past challenges and, you know, problems that they have with these things that we call bombs. And the bombs are basically when someone says something, you know, like, wow, you should pay attention. I'll drop a bomb. And, you know, it's, 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 it's popular. People are liking it. That's what I like. Yeah. I mean, and, and I saw the, uh, the synergy um, with mic drops as well. Um, it, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's it's a nice it's a nice uh, phrase. I like. I really like it. So um, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask you one more question, and then uh, the people that are watching on live they're gonna have to subscribe because this is a teaser, and then this will be uploaded for YouTube and so on. And, 
Um, so the last question before I uh, end the live, sorry guys, the remainder of the time is going to have to be on the uh, podcast. So subscribe, it's in the, in the comments. Um, so the last question I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, how important is it to be connected with the right people? I mean, you've kind of dropped on on that. So, you know, you've obviously been connected, but from a young age, you had these, this, this feeling that you were not worthy and felt you had to sort of like twist the truth and so on. Um, but you obviously got connected with the right people. How did that come about and how important was that for you? Yeah, well, it goes back to, you know, a couple of my basic rules of success. Number one, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you introduce yourself. Okay. Too many people are fearing judgment, so they don't, they don't take action. They won't walk up to somebody. They won't introduce themselves. But it's very important to be around the right people. The question is, is who are the right people? The universe will help you do that if you just be authentically you. And, and people will do that. But you also have to take initiative and introduce yourself and let people get to know you. Too many people are afraid of that. Um, one of the other things is, you know, choosing the right people. I think it's, it's, it's like a, your life is a garden, right? If you plant a lot of fruits and vegetables and, the, and, and tend to the garden, the garden will flourish. But if you let the weeds overtake the plants, pretty soon they won't be producing what you thought. And you don't even realize that it's the weeds. So you have to weed out the wrong people and you have to just continue st sticking around the right people. And then a lot of times people ask me, well, how do you get around the right people? You know, how do you become, or how do you get to be friends with the Grant Cardones and the Tony Robbins and, and all these influencers and all these great people? And I always say the same answer, you become one. Okay, if you wanna be around them, become them. So become everyone great. The, yeah, everyone has the potential. Everyone's great. Everyone's great inside as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's how you do it. People say, how do you get in these circles? You become one, you yeah. know, start stating your opinion, start stating your beliefs. You know, your, your, your tagline there says, change your thought and you will change your world. But too many people don't understand how to change their thoughts. Yeah. Well, you change your behavior by changing your beliefs. And, yes. and what you think you become pretty much. So if you don't know how to change your thoughts to change your world, think about it like this. What you believe drives how you behave and how you behave drives how you act and behave is think, you know, thought, change your thoughts, change your beliefs and you'll change your behaviors. So if you're not happy with what you're getting now, okay. You need to change what you believe. Now, how do you change what you believe? You start to, you have to seek new information, which is introduce yourself, start hanging around people, start figuring out who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, it's hard to figure out what you stand for. Yeah. If you believe a certain thing and it's working well for you, great. But here's how you know if it's working well for you. Are you where you want to be? Are you on the way to where you want to be? If the answer is no, I'm nowhere near it. Okay, well, that's because you haven't figured out who you are and what you really, really want. Because again, getting what you want is easy. Figuring out what that is sometimes is more difficult. And then once you figure out what you want, you determine what success is for you. Well, now you got to change your behavior to get there. Well, if you change your behavior, the only way to do that is to change your belief. And the way you change your belief is to seek knowledge so you can basically, you know, compare it 
to what it is, you know, that's holding you back. So change yeah. your belief, you'll change your behavior. True, a true dropping bomb there, big time. I mean, that's a mic drop and a half. Thank you, man. Um, I'm going to end the live stream with the Facebook crew. And, and folks. yeah, see you, folks. Tune in to uh, mic drops up close and then you hear the whole thing. Bye-bye. <laughs> There's going to be a little bit of a delay with that ending live stream. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a brilliant, brilliant um, mic drop or dropping bomb. Um, I, I completely agree. Uh, like when I stopped giving a crap, though, that's when I found myself finding myself more often, if that makes sense. So um, you do become yourself more when you stop caring, but you care enough a little bit to better yourself and to be around and uh, be, be someone great, you know? Um, that's when things started to happen for me naturally. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I would say for me, that was the pivot point for my life, if you know what I mean, and business. So for yourself, what was your pivot point? Um, was it the same realization? Was it, or was it, was it something else? Was it a relationship? Was it a business? Was it, uh, was it a business that took off? What was there another pivot point or was it that realization as well? Because that is a massive mic drop, literally. Yeah, well, it was several things over the years. However, the main, the main catalyst is, is I, up till about 30 years old, I was focused on myself. How do I get rich? You know, it's all about me, 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 me. Well, I was running a car dealership and I, you know, befriended a guy in the back that was working hard, minimum wage, lot porter. Um, but he was a cool dude, had a great family. He just didn't know how to make money. And so I said, look, I'm going to show you how to make money. I'm going to show you how to close deals. I'm going to show you how to freaking learn the power of persuasion. So I took the guy and started training him. And within two, three months, he was making 10, 15 grand. His whole life changed um, because I basically helped him. And then that got me addicted. I'm, like, I'm thinking, man, this was fun. I want to help other people too. I want to help people. And as soon as I started helping people, and stopped worrying about helping myself. Yeah. Prior to doing this, I was chasing success. Now yeah. Yeah. success started chasing me. It's because magic, was, isn't it? Yeah. It's a magical I was, point. I, I was worried about helping other people. You know, I, I started to really get excited and, and addicted and, and drawn to helping other people. And I stopped focusing on how can I win and start, started focusing on how can I help other people solve their problems. And in reality, that's when, that's when it all started happening. You hear the cliche, you know, try to help other people. Well, people don't really know what that means. Look, look for problems. Most people avoid problems. Yeah. Like look for problems and figure out how you can help other people solve their problems. And that becomes a business. And if you help enough people solve enough problems, you'll have financial success all day long. But success is not always just about money. You have to figure out what you want. Otherwise, you might become financially successful and still feel a hole, still feel a void because you didn't take the time to sit down and figure out what does success look like for you and then map your actions to that success. Yeah. I mean, I found for myself personally is on that growth I, I was in pain when my son obviously was made disabled. So I found myself jumping in other people's funnels, which is good in terms of like mentorship. I believe in it. I've paid a lot of money out in mentorship. I totally, totally believe in it massively. But there comes a point where you've got to say, right, I'm creating my own funnel and I.e. My, my own world, my own path. 
and and you've got to level up literally um even my facebook stuff is about leveling up um and i realized that i had to do that myself because no one no great person can pull you up you've got to do it yourself literally um now there's people that can help you but they're not going to help you stand you know they can pull you up the bloody mountain but you've got to stand yourself um and you know giving logic and 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 um, experiences and a great uh, a bo- uh, dro- uh, mic drops and, and knowledge bombs and things like that are great, fantastic, always good to learn off people, but you've got to learn your own way. It's like in real estate, you could learn one thing off one person, which might put it in the back of your head, oh, I better avoid that if that's a problem. But then when you're doing it yourself, you come up with all sorts of different things that come about because your deal is a different thing. It might have contamination in the ground. There might be other things, you know, all sorts of stuff that you have to deal with. Um, but that's one business. The other business to do is marketing. Same thing. You might have uh, a certain client that needs a type of uh, marketing, like lead generation and so on. But, you know, you've got to twist things up when new technology comes in, say chatbots, for instance. I'm really I'm big on chatbots at the moment um, because of the open rate, you know, and utilizing them together. Um, so I totally, totally, totally agree. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a massive thing to, to be able to uh, find your way and actually move forward with it. Um, so, I mean, I, I get your pivot point. That's, that's a really powerful one. Um, you know, you talk about working with Grant Cardone, uh, that's collaborations and like, how do you go from a form of competition to collaborations? Now, I don't know about Grant Cardone. Now, you come from a similar background actually with the, with the car, the car sales stuff. And I think that's really giving you a good um, you know, a good foundation for what you guys do in terms of like being able to close um, and, and do it well. Um, but you guys have obviously gone to another level in terms of pushing that forward in the right way because you, you're, more, you're more able to be persuasive. It's not just closing for the deal. You're persuasive because you're liked and you know how to like people and you're serving them. Like you said, you, you serve them first and then things, good things came to you by serving them. Um, so how, how have you gone from that to collaboration with competitors? Well, it's my belief that, that it's better to collaborate than compete. Now, we always compete through, through life, you know, naturally. However, at some point in time, you know, you have to realize when you compete, you're kind of taking from somebody else. Right. If I'm competing with Grant, I'm trying to get the business from him. He's trying to get the business from me. And we were in direct competition. Um, my plan was to blow him out of the water. And I stopped doing that because I realized that competition is not abundance thinking. Mm-hmm. Abundance thinking is creation. So I tried to focus on how can I just create? Now I can create my own content and compete with Grant or I can let Grant use the same system that I developed for myself and it works so well so Grant can go help people because I realized there's some people that are gonna love Grant, some people are gonna hate Grant, some people are gonna love me, some people are gonna hate me. So it's better that we're both out there. So I could have tried to compete with them and I probably would have lost. Um, but instead I just realized that, listen, I just wanna create, okay? I, I wanna add to the universe and the abundance in it. So in order to create, I needed to collaborate. So mm-hmm. I collaborated with them as opposed to competing with them. And, um, you know, a lot of people think, cause I came out with closer school that I'm competing with them. If you go in closer school to go through my course, 
you can see Grant's course right next to me. You see other people's course because I don't care who you learn from as long as you're learning. I don't care what knowledge you need as long as I can help deliver it to the people that need it. So I've got Grant Cardone, Jeremy Miner, Damon John, Tim uh, Grover, Tim Story. I mean, I've got a lot of different people in that same system where people think I'm competing with Grant. Dude, I'm leading people to Grant. I'm leading people to these people because I want to collaborate and I want to, I want to raise the collective success level in the universe. And the way I think it's done is share the knowledge, you know, yeah, get, the, get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. I don't know what happened to your son, but you're out there sharing knowledge about it. I'm sure. So it doesn't happen yeah. to other sons. Well, again, dude, I would want everybody to listen and learn from that particular, because Dude, that must have been a, 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 a terrible experience. And although may, maybe there's a purpose behind it, maybe there wasn't. Dude, even that, it's like, why wouldn't you want everyone in the world to know your story? Well, I mean, literally every podcast I do, I drop it in there because I know the book at least, because I know people look it up, they'll read a bit of it, they'll get the point of it. It was negligence. We forgave the people that made the mistake, the, the hospitals, the doctors that made the mistake. Um, but he came home normal. He came home as a healthy child. So it wasn't like he was born disabled. Um, was and it, what was it, like vaccinations? Uh, kind of. We believe uh, that he had uh, jaundice. And in America, it's, an, it's classed as an, um, a never event, something that should never happen. So for instance, if they did surgery in your stomach, left some tools in your stomach, that's classed as a never event. Um, when they get jaundice, when they're term babies, not premature, if they're term babies get jaundice, there's, some, there's a reason for it. Now, there's a, several things that it could be, but they know what they are. Now, one of them is like they can have a reaction to what they give children in the UK, a heel prick, like a little uh, injection. Um, not the vaccinations, but um, it's kind of like vaccinations, but it's, it's vitamin K. They give them a boost of vitamin K. And that can cause um, Georges to increase if you've got um, something in your blood called G6BD. Uh, it's, a, it's a very slight deficiency. There's actually evolution of man to stop against mos uh, mosquito bites and malaria. So it's actually, you live normal with it. People don't even know they've got it. Um, so we believe that's the case. But what happened is wasn't that, that wasn't the problem. It's the, the problem was it's known. And what they normally do is just put you under the lights, the phototherapy lights, and then it's gone, you're fine. What happened in our case is like, he went way above the levels of toxicity. Um, it was noted before, uh, 72 hours it's not meant to if they notice it within 72 hours of birth they've got to act on it straight away but this was within 24 hours the chart that was damaging goes up to 300 odd, odd I think it was 300 or something and that means it's brain damage is happening and the chart went up to about four five hundred and then they did what they had to do with my son tape another piece of paper and draw a chart because he was in the 700 mark so the blood-brain barrier was, was broken from this jaundice. So his brain was flooded with jaundice, which is, you know, they go yellow. It's basically dead blood. So there's blood without oxygen going through it. It's dead blood. And if the brain's getting dead blood, um, then it's scarring the brain, which made him blind. Um, all his teeth have coming out because the teeth uh, sort of rot before they even grow. Um, it's just lots of things. He had to have a lot of surgery. Um, just, you know, people don't see half of it, but he's an amazing, beautiful child, honestly. I mean, check that out. He's a beautiful child. He, he doesn't complain. Um, he, yes, he, he's got points. In the early years, he was screaming a lot, crying. 
Um, but that's what kept me going. And his story has stopped, saved seven ch children from getting jaundice because they were told the same thing. No, it's nothing, it's just a bit of jaundice. And they questioned it, pushed a bit harder, and they were over the threshold. So it's, it prevented them getting brain damage. Uh, so we know it's saved seven families. And they changed, I wrote to the government in the UK, and they changed legislation because of our story and so on. So we're out there pushing it. I'm connected with a group in America called Parents of Infants with Connectorus, uh, PIC. It's a big group in America because it's happening in America a lot as well, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's sad, but these things happen. But you, like you're right, these things happen for a reason. And it's my duty to, to, to help others in, in that sense, um, definitely. But yeah, thank you for that, man. Um, See, if I had my button, I'd, press, I'd drop the bomb on that one. <laughs> yeah, it is, a, it is a mic drop and a drop or dropping bomb. But uh, that's giving me the fire, man. That's giving me the fire. My goal is, people might think I'm freaking mad, but, you know, um, I, I, literally, my goal is to uh, save enough money to uh, make a movie on it. It's a super cute uh, movie. Um, he's going to be a disabled child, the whole true story, literally. But dad makes a suit. He's combating to get a suit, like an Iron Man suit. Um, does it. I probably pass away for all the stress. Uh, and then he goes on and starts saving the world. <laughs> he's still a disabled child, goes on to save the world. I think it'd be a beautiful movie for people because you're bringing in you're bringing in the disability world and they're forgotten in movies, you know, and superhero. So I think it's needed, something like this is, and my, my little Spartan, I mean, come on, Spartan, 300, you know, he's uh, fighting against the odds and he's a warrior. Um, and uh, yeah, he's an amazing kid. So um, that's my goal is to eventually do a movie, but um, that's it. Yeah, we'll get there one day. We'll get there. That's awesome, man. Cheers, man. So um, back to you. Thank you for dropping it on me. <laughs> but let's get back to you because you're, you're the guest and you're, you're awesome. So, um, you know, how, how, how important, and I know what you're going to say to this, how, and it's probably a very obvious question, but I want to hear it from you. How important is common sense in your business? Because a lot of people, I think, especially in closing and, and analyzing certain situations when they're closing or, or analyzing people, how how important is common sense? Because sometimes people miss it. They just, they've got that, that goal of they want to just, they just want to close them, but they're not looking at the whole picture, like maybe a win-win solution. So um, I know, I mean, I've got some great closers in the UK. There's a couple of them are great. Grant Carcadone, yourself are really great. There's only a handful of people that I think are really good closers out there. Um, you're being, you've been one of them. And, um, and I, 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 think, I think for me, it's really important that common sense is used, but I think it's lost a lot, unfortunately, during the process of wanting too hard, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, common sense is extremely important. I think too many times people are looking for some, you know, complicated answers when, look, success, especially when it comes to sales, there's nothing complicated about it. When you're in sales, the customer can tell you exactly what they value and then you can apply that to show them your product and map it to their pain points, map it to their value system and raise the value of your product higher than they have the value for their money because you're exchanging money. If you want that exchange to happen, that exchange to happen, you just have to get the value of your product higher than the value of their money. And how do you do that? I mean, it's common sense. Ask the customer questions, but most salespeople, they don't even ask any questions. They just want to yeah. talk. Yeah. It's like, you know, I forget who said it, but you don't want to, you don't want to just say something to say something. You want to, 
you want to have something to say, not just, you just want to say something like mm -hmm. ask a lot of questions. Common sense is, is, is critical. A lot of people don't really apply a lot of common sense because they think everything's difficult. There's some complicated way. You have, to, you have to be born with it. You have to have the gift of gab. You have to, you know, no, man, everything can be learned and it's, it's basically common sense. So I think it matters a lot. A lot of people always say, you know, who's a better closer, you or Grant? And I always say, well, he sends me a check. So... I closed him. Now, <laughs> yeah. now, now that doesn't make you, you, you do the math, but you know, Grant has his way of doing business. You know, other people have their way of doing business. That That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they completely disagree with Grant. Some people love Grant. That's the whole point. It's common sense that you can't make everybody happy. So if you can't yeah. make everybody happy, why are you focused so much on making everybody happy? Like yeah. worry about yourself, focus yeah. on yourself. Don't compare yourself, prepare yourself, get the knowledge, figure out who you are, start applying it, understand the basics. It's common sense. Success boils down to choices. The choices yeah. that you make determine the roads you'll take. So <laughs> like, it's not rocket science, man. You just have to realize that it's not rocket science and bring it down. It's simple. It's simple. It may not be easy, but it is simple. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I struggled with sales. I, I really did. I, in fact, I got, I, um, I hired a guy locally in the UK um, uh, who's really good at it. He was speaking on the same stage as me. I spoke at Expert Empires where we had David Goggins. He was speaking alongside me, um, Charlene Johnson alongside myself, and a guy called Matt Elwell who's really good at, at closing in the UK. Um, and he, he works with Nick James who does the Expert Empires events. I, I really think, I'm going to get Nick James to probably contact you if you want. Um, Cause I think you'd be great on that stage in the UK. Cause he had Gary Vaynerchuk on that, this stage uh, and, and some really great people. Um, so, and, and they did a collaboration with like 1500 people in a room with uh, a guy called Rob Moore, who's on, been on my podcast. Uh, it's going up live soon. And, um, and uh, Nick James and we had Grant Cardone at that event, the super conference recently, literally a matter of weeks ago, um, where Grant, when Grant was in the UK. And I think you'd be brilliant to come to something like that. Um, so, I mean, if you don't mind me sort of like putting you in contact, that'd be, I think that would be your complimentary to you, to you guys. Um, Bro, I've been, I've been looking for a reason to come over there. Yeah, that'd be great to catch up. Definitely come to the UK without doubt. So, um, all right, big question. That's a great answer, by the way. Um, what is, what's your incentive to get to a billion dollars? You know, ultimately, I just want a billion dollars because I think that's enough money to go help as many people as I need to financially. Um, number one, if you invest it wisely, it produces a lot. And when you yeah. can produce a lot in abundance, you can give a lot of it away. So, I mean, it really boils down to I want to give a lot of money away. And I also don't want to, you know, be without myself. And I just picked a billion. First of all, you know, a billion's the new millionaire, right? I mean, it's so easy to become a millionaire nowadays. It's like, that's not really an accomplishment anymore. So I have a deep down to do a billion dollars mainly so I can a accomplish the B mark. Cause that's much harder. That's like yeah. the new millionaire. And so it's just a little goal of mine, but I also, I also want enough money to where I can travel around and, and, and help the people that need the help financially because advice is always great, man, but money's sometimes the answer. 
I think you're right. Unfortunately, um, like a perfect example, what we talked about my son, um, we do need the money to do certain things and go out of the realms of, of the sort of help you get from what they call in the UK, the NHS system. Uh, you know, uh, in America, you've got um, different systems where you have to pay under insurance, but, um, but you, to go and get, you know, experts outside of that system, it's very expensive. It's not cheap. Um, and if I wanted at some point, they do make some million, millions of pounds, amazing suit that can be controlled by parts of the bloody brain, you know, so he's got full independence because he's lost literally everything. Um, then that would be a lot of money. <laughs> you know, what I mean? So you can definitely use, um, you can definitely use money for good. And, and I, I don't see, I don't see money as a bad thing. I think it's the certain people, it's how they use money that can be bad, not money itself. It's a monetary value. We used to trade spears and rocks and stones and stuff when we were cavemen, you know, um, it wasn't like stones were bad, you know, um, it's, it's the same thing. And, and, and now I think, I personally think that, um, you know, uh, Libra and the likes of these sort of like half, half cryptocurrencies that are pegged to certain systems of, of, of property and so on will be the next monetary system because the government will have control over it. Um, that's what I think will be the next thing. So it all changes, uh, but I truly believe that, um, you know, it's not evil. It's the people behind it that, uh, that, uh, that become evil or maybe misuse it or whatever. But it's in the it's in the mind of certain people because there's a program here in the UK that that just completely knocks landlords, constantly knocking landlords, owners of property, right? But it doesn't say the story that landlords get in where the tenants don't pay the rent, and the landlords trying to get that you know the rent paid, and they feel sorry for the people in the in, you know that can't pay the rent. But they've got a mortgage to pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and, and this is the reality. That, um, but you only see the one side because the landlord's deemed as being rich. But, you know, it can all fall down because oh, and all they've done is, like you said, started somewhere like you did on, that, on, on a hill and hustled. Uh, and, and, and it's a shame that because it becomes a them and us kind of thing. When it's not, we're all the same. It's just that's why the mentorship thing. I've got a lot of respect for you, how you do, and what you what you're achieving doing that. And your program is certainly uh, appreciated by many. Um, and uh, I, I think that's that's powerful, really powerful, because that you know you might get to your billion by helping people get to millions and billions. You know, and that's even more powerful than just getting to a billion. Do you know what I mean? That's really powerful stuff. That because you are helping people do that, and so is Grant. You know. Um, right. so, well, again, sometimes, sometimes advice is great, but money's more valuable in certain situations. Oh, you, know, yeah. like, you know, how would you like it if like, you know, your son was going to maybe, maybe, you know, have something major like die and yeah. Yeah. all you need is $25,000 for a surgery. And yeah. I say, well, things happen for a reason, Michael, yeah. maybe yeah. you could, um, you know, just learn the value of his life today. It's like, no, 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 dude, I don't want your damn advice. Yeah, yeah. I want 25 G's or tell me how to get it. But That's at the it. end of the day, I want to be able to provide money to people. And yeah. I think a billion dollars is the minimum amount I need invested in order to produce an abundant resource of, of, of finances that I can go out and share and help the world with. Because sometimes money's more valuable than advice. It, it is because um, it is the system we're in. It's a trading system, and like they say, 
like they say, teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime or feed him a fish, he'll eat for a day. I love that. Well, well, and it's true. I'd rather teach a man to fish. But at the end of the day, dude, sometimes people are starving. <laughs> the damn fish. Yeah, yeah, he's the fish. Let's share. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. It's, it's, it's quicker, less pain, less guilt. <laughs> Everything's better. Um, no, you're right. Absolutely. I love that. Great. That's, that, was a, that was a definitely a, a bomb there. <laughs> um, the other one was, um, how important is it for you to take care of your responsibilities? And, um, and you know, that's a real simple question, but a lot of people don't do it. And I've been guilty of this where I've right paying out that, paying that out, paying that out. I'm not even really watching my numbers. Um, because I was getting to a point of frustration and I just wanted to bury my head in the sand. So I know what that's like to do. So I don't think people do it deliberately, but you can fall into it. So that was my responsibility. But how about, how, what do you find in generally in business? How, 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 it's a quite a big question, but how important is it for people to take care of their responsibilities um, in business? Well, in business and in life, I mean, I think it's extremely important. At the end of the day, you know, what we tell ourselves matters most. You know, yeah. if, if, you set, if you say you're going to do something and fail to do it, I think you ultimately sabotage your own success. You chip away your confidence and your self-esteem and your integrity. And I think ultimately one day your, your subconscious mind starts to say, you know, you, you don't deserve anything. And that's when, you know, you see these people depressed and you see these people that can't figure out why they can't win. And mainly it's probably because they haven't, they haven't really convinced themselves that they're worthy of winning. I mean, if you can't even freaking do what you say you're going to do, you know, how are you going to win in life? Not just business, in life. So I think it's extremely important because I think it starts to build that confidence and it starts to build that self-esteem that's usually required to win. I mean, how many winners do you know that are like, you know, intimidated, uh, uh, scared, fearful people? You don't. Usually you see the highly successful athletes and actors and business people and winners. They're very opinionated and they're very confident and they're very, you know, self-assured. And I think that's because that they've, you know, learned over, over time that, listen, man, you gotta, you gotta have some integrity. You got to do what you say now in business, especially because your reputation nowadays with social media can be ruined just like this. Mm -hmm. You Google somebody just like this and a 10, 10 complaints, by the way, 10 complaints out of 7 billion people. <laughs> yeah, the louder. Not, not, not that big a deal. Right. But guess <laughs> what? That's all they see is the 10 complaints. Yeah. So you, you get, <laughs> you get 10, 20 complaints out on the internet about you, it starts to, you know, chip away at your business reputation. So I would say it's extremely important. Always do what you say. Um, always literally worry more about what you say to yourself than you say to others. Because if I make a commitment, you know, I, I almost kill myself to do it. In other words, I, I don't care how inconvenient or how painful it is. You say you're going to do something you should always do your best to do it because i think deep down it affects your subconscious mind absolutely and I, and, I, and I think it starts chipping away at the very essence of success the very thing that makes you successful i i absolutely adore i love that answer man and, and i knew it's a simple question but the reason why i asked it is because i actually had that issue of self-worth 
And although like, you know, I went into property within 10 months, I got to six figures literally uh, within 10 months of property. And that was the fire of my son from, from starting on nothing. So I had that in me, if you know what I mean? Um, and I should be, I should be proud of that. And in, in, in my, um, my marketing and being out there and being known and, and so only writing a book and I still struggle to know my self-worth and only recently I've started to think screw that. And that's why I've got that thing there, you know, which you talked about, you know, about changing the way you think about yourself. Um, because it's true. It's so true, but it's taken a long time for me to really realize it. And that was what's, what was, um, screwing me over to be blunt, um, in sales, because if you haven't got certainty, you, 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 you've got nothing. Literally, if you haven't got certainty, if you're trying to close someone and they can see in your eyes, you're not certain about what you're telling them and that's self-worth can show through, then you've lost it. As far as I'm concerned, you've lost the deal. You haven't closed them. <laughs> you know? and, and slowly I'm learning this. I'm still, you know, I'm still, a, I'm still a, a learning. I'm not going to say I'm up there, but I'm getting there. Definitely. And I like to be, uh, anyone that knows me, I'm very straight up. Um, I don't bullshit. Um, I don't try to be someone I'm not just because I'm speaking to you because you're, uh, you're a legend in my eyes, but I don't try to be someone I, I, I'm not yet, as you say. Um, but I do like to be honest with myself because that's really important. Um, I think it's really important to know where you are and where you're going to go. Um, definitely. But that's, that's a real great answer because you touched on something that was quite personal and that really, you know, I mean, we talk about responsibilities and he, start, he went off that route about responsibilities and that really touched with me because I've, I've actually been guilty of that. So uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people are, so don't feel bad or don't feel alone because a lot of people out there have problems. Here's how you fix your confidence. If, if, if everyone listening wants to, you know, be more confident, here's how you fix it. Number one, you, 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 you have to forgive yourself because subconsciously you already heard all the lies and, and crap that you've said to others and yourself, you know, I'm going to start a diet on Monday and then you procrastinate. Believe it or not, to you, it's like no big deal. You rationalize not doing it. And, and then you forgot about it consciously, but subconsciously, you haven't forgot about it. You've been lying to yourself for years. You've been letting yourself down for years. You've been letting down others for years. You've lied. You've cheated. You've stole. Think about your whole life and, and there's a recording and it never goes away. That recording, that subconscious has convinced itself that you are not worthy. So you have to forgive, you have to ask for forgiveness and then forgive yourself. Don't hold a grudge against yourself. It doesn't make sense. So ask for forgiveness from yourself and then realize I forgive myself. For what? It sounds stupid, but you do it. I forgive myself for, for, for all the past, but be careful that you don't keep doing it after you forgive yourself. Because if you had a friend and they came over and they screwed you over somehow and you really loved the, the, the friend, and they came back and asked for forgiveness. Sometimes you'll be like, okay, I'll let you do it again. But once you keep screwing, that person keeps coming back and keeps screwing. And then eventually you're done, like you're done. And you don't want yeah. that to happen to yourself because then you end up depressed or on the street homeless. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, you have to forgive yourself. And then you have to set a few goals. You have to set a few goals, even if it's get up an hour earlier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start eating better. I'm going to start working out, whatever. Set a few goals. And then crush those goals and make sure that no matter what you do, you always do what you say. Before you commit to anything or anybody, just remember that. Always do what you say. And pretty soon you'll start to set up a little straighter and you'll start to walk a little taller. And then pretty soon you'll start to realize, I deserve a little more. 
Like, I think I deserve a little more. And then next thing you know, you'll be doing a little more because again, you've, you're changing your belief. Right now, your belief's coming out of your subconscious that you don't deserve anything. You're not worthy of the love. You're not worthy of the money. You're not worthy of the trust. And by the way, when you're talking about selling, dude, if you know that this product is not really good, and you're just trying to go through the motions, yeah, that's yeah. When you see that there's no confidence in this person. There's no enthusiasm in this person. But at the end of the day, man, if you want to improve your confidence and, and repair that, you have to forgive yourself, set some small goals and achieve those wins because confidence is basically the memory of winning. Like if you got really good at chess, you're really confident at chess. Well, why? Because you've, you remember all those wins. So you want to start setting up little goals and winning. You want to start winning. And it doesn't have to be big wins because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between big and little. I'm going to get up an hour earlier. Get your ass up an hour earlier. I'm going to eat a little better. Eat a little better. Do what you say you're going to do. And most importantly, do it for yourself, not others. Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> You've just, you know, I didn't get on this, this mic drops uh, um, podcast interview you and feel that you know i didn't expect to be mentored right but what you just said just then was absolutely i'm gonna swear now do you mind swearing I, i'm gonna was fucking amazing it's so true what you just said is spot on and I, I i loved every bit of it and i've never thought of it like that i've never actually been told that before and i've been to through a lot of different um you know trainings and so on and you learn i read lots of books and so on but actually there's a lot of truth in what you said uh, and, and, and very powerful for giving yourself. So true. So true. I mean, I, sorry, that was, that really hit home because I put on weight with depression when my son being, then was made disabled. Um, for, he's been disabled, born seven years ago, so seven now. Um, I put on loads of weight. I actually had a gastric sleeve, you know, where they cut half your stomach away. I love, uh, because, and I paid that myself. It wasn't like going to the hospital and saying, hey, I'm depressed. Look at me, look after me. I lost loads of weight really quickly, but I wasn't up there. Right. Still depressed, ate shit, spread it out, you know. So I put on weight. So now I'm overweight again. Then come Christmas, I, and I never give up. I do it. I mess up. I do it. I mess up. But I'm never forgiving myself. Actually, at Christmas, I lost two stone in six weeks. But I've never sat there and forgiven myself. Um, I was climbing mountains, all sorts. Everyone was like rooting for me. Um, you see my belly, if you see my social media, my belly was like that, ah, and then went like that within six, uh, six weeks. It's crazy. Um, but I, 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 I screwed up, and I screwed up when I had some bad news about my daughter, like um, an, an issue with her health. Um, and it just like sent me off, and I, I got down and depressed. And, you know, there's been, a, in this book, there's all sorts, cancer, all sorts. But there's a lot, by the way, there's a lot of crap that we've gone through uh, but i know we're not the only ones lots of people go through crap um and it's always thrown me off and it's a trigger point you know when i get these you know but what you just said there i've never ever heard and that that really sparked something in me it was a proper bomb <laughs> that was a proper bomb um and i love that so massive thank you for that that was absolutely uh, amazing uh, insight there i think that's brilliant and i, I love I love the, the affirmations of you telling yourself, like it goes into the self-conscious as well, um, because that's the other side of it. One thing, forgiving it, but it's very true. It, that, I mean, I, do, I believe in the laws of, uh, of vibration. I believe in, in, in you know, I, you probably read The Chimp Paradox and all these other books and so on. Do the one thing. All these books have got a lot of truth in them, but I've never, ever heard the forgive yourself. 
ever. Um, that is powerful because I can see how that will work. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to try. I'm going to report back to you. <laughs> yeah, try it. Because again, I mean, it, it, it worked. It worked for me, and I think it, it works for everybody. At the end of the day, man, a lot of times people are struggling and they're depressed and they're not winning, and they and they feel this way because deep down they themselves and they don't they're not aware of this that's why it's subconscious they themselves don't don't think they're worthy and the reason why they don't think they're worthy of success is because subconsciously they already know they've done all these things their whole life so the only way to get a clean slate is to forgive yourself like you have to, because if you don't forgive yourself and you just start trying to do it, your subconscious mind didn't wipe the board clean, man. You're still a piece of shit. You're still a liar. You're still a thief. You're still a, you know, you know, worthless punk. Why? Because you never went and apologized, man. You, you have to apologize to yourself. Yeah. Listen, I'm yeah. sorry. I forgive myself. I want a clean board. And from now on, I will do what I say I'm going to do. Or I'll try my best. And if I ever screw up, listen, I will, I will, you know, work my magic and, 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 and find whatever it takes to, to do what I say I'm going to do. So please forgive me. And then of course you're talking to yourself. So you go, I forgive you. Now you do it consciously, but guess what your subconscious listening to? Yeah. Your subconscious heard the whole conversation. Your subconscious yeah. is recording everything that's happening, everything that you're thinking. It's all right there. So basically, you have to do it out loud. And it sounds dumb, but it's true. That cleans the board. And that's why it's very important that you never, like, don't keep bullshitting yourself, folks. Just don't ask for forgiveness and keep doing it until you're ready. Because once you ask for forgiveness, you got a clean board. And now you just slack and procrastinate and let yourself down again. It gets harder. Now just asking forgiveness is not as easy. So the third or fourth time, and now it's not easy at all. And pretty soon your subconscious, yourself is so dead set that you're not worth anything. Like, dude, when I look around, I see homeless people. I see, you know, people really struggling with depression. And, and you know, sometimes it's clinical. Again, there's always exceptions to everything. I'm generalizing, but at the end of the day, man, I always look at people that aren't winning and they're kind of depressed and they're walking around and they just can't get out of their own way. I call them self-saboteurs. They're, they're screwing up their own lives because they make dumb decisions and they're doing dumb things. And it's like, what, what are they doing this for? And you start to break it down and it's mainly, mainly because deep down subconsciously, they don't even realize it. They don't like themselves. They know that they're not worthy. So guess what they do? Beliefs change your behavior. So their behavior is caused by their beliefs. So why are they behaving that way? Well, because they must believe that they're not worthy. Well, how do you change your belief? Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there. It really, honestly, what you're saying really hits home. I've absolutely been there. And, and what's worse is that guilt um, where you self-sabotage and you don't believe in yourself is more impounded when you've got like a big thing like this that you're trying to, you know, secure for your family and make sure he's all good and you're doing well. And, you know, the fear of taking big risks and doing projects and so on. Um, once it all falls apart, you know, <laughs> the whole guilt thing just um, really comes hard on you. Uh, but that's a real powerful, real powerful. I mean, honestly, that there alone is a TED talk. That one bit there, honestly, that the one bit there, seriously, you should think about putting that together because there's a lot of truth in that that's a ted talk without doubt that's brilliant 
So so I love that, man. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that. I got free mentorship from you. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Somebody needs to call Ted and let me talk. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, okay, what do you think? You've got children. What do you think of the uh, education system that they're in at the moment and, and in general? Well, the, um, I think the education system is a little flawed, a little broken. I think the curriculum is archaic. I think um, it's, it's a little flawed and I'm, I'm trying to fix that. I think um, instead of sending kids to school and have a lecture and then send them home with questions and homework, it should be reversed. Meaning they can listen to the lecture or the, or, you know, at home and then send them to school with the questions and the homework. Yeah. You know, they got that backwards. They're sending them home with questions and homework. They should be sending them to school with questions and homework. They're teaching them at school when they should be teaching them at home and sending them to school for the real live questions, practice, and role play. Um, they, need to, they need to stop forcing the kids to adapt to the curriculum and let the curriculum adapt to the kids. People are different. Um, people learn different. So I believe that it's a little bit flawed, but guess what? I think it can be improved and I'm out there trying to improve it. Awesome. Would you say it's fair to say that it's potentially contributing to poverty, in your opinion? Could it be contributing? I mean, in, 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 in a roundabout way, could it be con contributing? Because they're not, they're not going about it the, the right angle? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the school system was designed to turn us into workers. Yeah. You know, they, they're, it's not an entrepreneurial school system, yeah. that's for <clears throat> so I think it's contributing. So is parenting. You know, our parents love us in most cases, but their advice came from their parents who love them. And their advice came, you know, a hundred years ago when shit ain't the same, like, like dude, shit changes. And so should you people say people don't change. Yes, they do. And they should, you know, if you're constantly the same person, you always are, you're going to get the same things you've always got. You yeah. need to change. You need to change your thought. You'll change your world. You need to change your belief. You'll change your behavior. You know, how you think is how you act. How you act is, determines what you get. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's, it's common sense. It's simple, but it's just not easy sometimes. You know why? Because we're taught by the schools and we're taught by our parents and, and, and family members and society to be average, yeah. to be afraid, to fear judgment to worry about what other people think. You know, we literally should reject that information and, and seek the opposite. Okay. You know, I know we're running out of time. Matter of fact, I think we're over time. So I don't we are, be we are just about to say, I want to say thank you ever so much for coming to Mike Drops Up Close. It's been an absolute pleasure. We did just about run over, but thank you. Well, that was a massive insight, by the way. Massive. Well, well I appreciate being invited and, and it's my pleasure. So thanks for having me, but I'll leave you guys. I'll leave you with this. Um, you know, it all boils down to the choices you make. Okay. Let's quit trying to make it complicated. Just wake up tomorrow, forgive yourself, start setting some goals and do whatever it takes to make those things a reality and, and set realistic goals, man. Don't, don't say I'm going to wake up and have a billion dollars. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay. More than likely, that is not the case. Start with a dollar. Everybody always asks me, how do I make a million? I don't know. Figure out how to make one. Then figure out how to make two. Then figure out how to make 10. Like, quit worrying about the million and start worrying about the next step because a journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. You have, to, you have to take one step first.
So yeah. too many people are worried about here when they should be focused here. And once they get here, go here. Once they go here, go here. Yeah. You know, people always say, how do you maximize, you know, how do you get to the next level? I say, maximize the level you're on first. Yeah. Love that's, it. That's, how you, that's how you get to the next level. But I'll, I'll leave everybody with this. It boils down to choices, folks. There's no secret in the world bigger than this one. The choices you make determine the road you'll take. So if you don't like the road you're on, change the choices. Your choice maker's broken. You're not choosing very well. I can always tell a person's choice ability by the quality of their life. The quality of their life reflects the quality of their choices. So if you have happy, and by the way, it's not all about money. If you have happy children and they're, you know, happy family and you've got all of this stuff going for you, but you're not financially, it, then, then look at what you're doing. You're making great family choices, great life choices, but you're not making good business choices. Mm -hmm. So you start to focus in on those business choices and you'll start making more money and you'll start having more success financially. But the idea is quit thinking it's rocket science, folks, because it isn't. It's choices. Make better choices. And the little choices make up the big ones. I don't think I've ever had a major life decision. Like all the decisions are baby. Do I eat that donut? Do I go to the gym? <laughs> do I make that call? Do I stay late? Do I go home? Choices, folks. Just make better choices and you'll have a better life. Guaranteed. Now, wow. if you had a microphone, I'd drop it. Uh, yeah, I have got one in my office where I do drop it literally at the end, but not in this one because I'm in two offices. This is the outside one. Children are a bit loud, <laughs> so I'll come in the outside one. But thank you, honestly, Brad, that was brilliant. I really appreciate it. Um, I normally say to people at the end, I don't run out of time, if you enjoyed yourself on the Mic Drops show, who, if there was anyone you'd recommend for the show, if you knew someone, just drop them in an email to me um, and we'll get them on. Because I quite like that domino effect of getting like-minded people on the show. Um, so uh, if that's something you could help with, then great. If not, it's not a problem. But I want to say massive, massive, massive thank you to you. Um, you really helped me, actually, on that interview. It wasn't just for my, my guests. I personally thank you because you really did help me. And it was a good, a good enlightenment for me as well. So thanks again, man. really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, you've been, you've been a legend, literally. Thank you. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate the support and the encouragement. Thank you, buddy. And, you and, take and care. I'll see, who, I'll see who I can uh, think up for. I know a few people. Yeah, definitely. And I was going to say to you, I'm going to drop you a link um, with the contact um, because I think, you'd be, I think you should come to the UK, man, be on the same stage as... Hey, man, if, if they invite me, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, awesome. All right, buddy, you take care. All right, man, talk Thank soon. You. Thanks, bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening, then please subscribe to The Mike Drop Show. Connect with Michael on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.